prices you can trust always. Get your day started right. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikhessa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. So as many of you may recall, FOSA um, has been calling for the ban of religious gatherings to be lifted and issued papers in the Johannesburg High Court asking for the religious sector to be treated equally um, to that of, for example, casinos, health clubs, cinemas and restaurants, examples, uh, where gatherings of up to 50 people indoors and 100 outdoors are now permitted. We know that the President addressed the nation on Monday evening where this call has been heeded, basically. And uh, Michael Swain, the Executive Director, for uh, Forza joins us online just to sort of talk to us in terms of how this changed the argument um, uh, in uh, the on in court yesterday. Michael, good morning and thank you so much uh, for joining us on Breakfast 91.3 FM. I'm sure that you must be very relieved, you know, that the President has made this announcement on Monday evening, yet uh, the uh, court proceedings um, uh, proceeded yesterday. Yes, thank you for having me on the show again. Yes, of course, we very much welcomed the President's announcement and obviously the subsequent amendments of the adjusted Level 3 regulations. And we're certainly pleased that government has listened to the appeals from many quarters. And obviously that included the Muslim community. The Muslim Lawyers Association were a party to this case. They brought an application as well. Um, And so, yes, we're, we're very pleased that they have reversed that position, albeit on the proverbial steps of the court. Mm. Now, of course, a good morning. It's good to have you with us again, Michael. Just in terms of, you know, your proceedings in court yesterday, of course, you went ahead. What exactly are we filing for now? Well, obviously, the the urgency of the matter was taken away because Mm. government uh, literally gave the relief that was being sought from the court on an urgent basis, which was simply to be treated fairly and equitably uh, with the rest of the um, similar gatherings that were allowed. Interestingly, and I think significantly, of course, religious gatherings of this nature were allowed under the previous lockdown level three. And that was really one of the major points, is is what data is government basing its uh, prevention of faith-based gatherings on? Uh, suddenly, have they suddenly become more deadly, more serious than they were? And if if they have, then why? So at the court itself, then the question was how to take this forward, because obviously some crucial issues remain undecided, including the in-principle issue regarding the constitutionality of government's decision. Mm. And we and the other parties were invited by the judge to uh, basically come up with a a court order as to how this could proceed, which has now, of course, been made an order of court. And under that, government must now deliver any records of decisions they want to provide by the 15th of Feb. And then thereafter, we and the other applicants will have the opportunity to supplement our papers, and then government has the same opportunity again. And there is also going to be a request to the Deputy Judge President that this matter be set down for hearing as soon as possible, Mm. which is likely to be, we understand, from May the 17th. All right. Now, you know, in light of the easing of restrictions, and now we know that religious gatherings are permitted once again, you know, just in terms of ensuring that all regulations will be followed, what sort of conversations are happening between, you know, perhaps interfaith groups, etc., in order to maintain? We know many of the churches, the mosques, etc., have these committees. Um, You know, who and how are we going to keep everything in line? Well, obviously, government sets down the regulations under which it allows these meetings to take place and there 
very stringent for religious gatherings, and they always have been. There's very stringent social distancing, hygiene, sanitation, social protocols. There's um, record-keeping, etc. And so, yes, they will go ahead uh, if they want to. At least they now have the choice whether they want to or not, and that was always one of the big issues. Why would they be precluded from opening where others... Uh, you know, are allowed to. And I think, uh, very importantly, what we have to establish at this point is, you see, this isn't going to go away. There will, unfortunately, likely be another wave and there'll be another lockdown level. And as the judge in the court yesterday said, this is not something that is going to just be settled just simply because this particular ban's been lifted. And so what we're now looking for is the critical importance of establishing a precedent regarding the reasoning and the basis upon which government can lawfully regulate religious gatherings as this pandemic unfolds. Mm. Now, Michael, there's also been a call for religious workers to be recognised as essential workers and providing an essential service as well? Yes, and again, I think one of the problems that we've found is that Right from the beginning, when the original lockdown-level framework was announced, religious workers, religious organizations were not even included in that. And so that would literally mean that faith-based gatherings would have been closed. Religious workers would have had to have essentially uh, been not recognized as the essential services that they are, right up until this whole lockdown level and this national disaster is is, uh, cancelled. And so, yes, they are at the front line. They are the ones providing the succor, the support, the comfort. They're the ones doing the funeral. They're the ones often doing the feeding and the clothing. And so, yes, it is only biblically fair and, and right that the religious sector, which plays literally a frontline role in the pandemic, I mean, you, you, you have Gift of the Givers, for example, mm. uh, which is very much an outreach of, of your community. This is an essential service. We believe it should be recognized as such because, again, that would just simply be an equitable thing to do. Well, Michael Swain, thank you so much for joining us for an update this morning. We do appreciate your time and we look forward to touching base with you um, after your next court's appearance. And we'll certainly be keeping close around tabs. Around the 15th of Feb, you around said Around the 15th that? of yep. Feb, correct. Uh, keeping tabs on this particular story.